Welcome to the How Great Events Happen podcast. I'm Cody. And I'm Brooke. And we're coming to you today from our respective home offices in Portland, Oregon. Is it possible to deliver the same live event production value to a virtual audience? If you're pivoting your event strategy to either virtual or hybrid, Ovation can help. Ovation delivers elevated event experiences that inspire audiences from in-person to in front of a computer. Check out OvationEvents.com to get started today. Today we have Martha Austin, Director of Meetings and Incentives at Playa Hotels and Resorts, to talk to us about their health and safety program. That's right. Playa Hotels and Resorts is doing so much to ensure everyone's safety and comfort while traveling again to destinations. Yeah, so let's see what Martha has to say. All right, Martha, thank you so much for joining the podcast today. Before we get started with the interview, though, can you tell us a little bit about how you became the Director of Meetings and Incentives at Playa Hotels and Resorts? Hi, and good afternoon. Thank you so much, both of you. I really appreciate um, being asked and and joining the podcast. Yeah, I I absolutely can. Um, In my 30-some-plus years in this industry, uh, which is, is hard for me to even fathom, but I've worked in many different sectors of the industry, um, but started out, you know, with uh, in college, majoring in hotel and restaurant management. So I have my bachelor's in that. And then 32 years later and an MBA, I found my way to Playa Hotels and Resorts. I really found in working in those many different sectors of our um, hospitality industry that group, uh, especially corporate group business is really my passion and traveling and adding life to my years on this planet is really something that I strive for. And so helping corporate groups do the exact same thing and bringing that experience is is really a passion of mine. And so that's how I I found my way to Playa Hotels and Resorts. There are three at the moment um, directors. Um, So I have two colleagues on the same levels as mine. And then we have two sales managers underneath us that we mentor um, and, uh, and help each day as well. That sounds awesome. The cool little team you got there. Um, and working at somewhere like Playa Hotels and Resorts has to be so interesting, especially right now. Um, and I know the, the question on everyone's mind is the in-person events. Are you guys planning in-person events, working on any of those right now? And when are those going to take place if you are? Yeah, so those are great questions. Uh, that that's you know I, I consider that question I guess two different questions, um, or to answer it in two different ways. Playa Hotels and Resorts ourselves typically have had events we've hosted at our properties, um, and fam trips, or um, I myself have always had events around my territory in the Midwest. And unfortunately, due to you know the entire pandemic and and many of our corporate um, third-party clients being furloughed, we've pretty much inksnayed the, the events that we ourselves host and, and have. But the properties in our hotels, um, which are made up of Hyatt's and Hilton's, Panama Jack, Sanctuary, and Jewel, um, 
we have 18 different properties between Mexico, Dominican Republic, and Jamaica. They are open, the majority of them. We have a few of them that we have not yet opened. Um, the Hyatt Ziva Las Cabos is going to be opening next month. But the ones that are open right now really are seeing a lot of leisure business. Um, based on where our resorts are located, we can only be at a certain occupancy. So like right now, both our Hyatt Ziva and Hyatt Zalara are open in Cancun, but we can only be at a 30% occupancy right now. So we're really seeing that the leisure market is really traveling at this moment. But with that said, there are some weddings, some family reunions, as well as some local events to each country that are happening. Um, and we're seeing that each resort kind of has their own little group type events happening and occurring. There are very, very few U.S. groups that are really looking yet for right now or even this fall. Um, so what my team and I are really working on is a lot of groups of incentive or meeting travel for 2022 and beyond. Yeah, I'd have to imagine that leisure is kind of the, the first steps to recovery and because everybody's really just thinking about health and safety. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, Playa's latest you know, health and safety program and how it applies to in-person meetings? Yeah, that's a great question again, Cody, um, and I'm really glad you asked that. I am really, really proud of Playa Hotels and Resorts and how we've handled this pandemic, our response, and how we're reopening. Um, again, I mentioned that our portfolio consists of a few different brands, Hyatt and Hilton being two of our major brands with them. Um, and as you know, they each have their own um, very strict uh, reopening and clean stay um, prop, you know, programs as well. Hilton has the clean stay um, program and Hyatt uh, came out with their global care and cleanliness commitment um, as well. So each of our resorts that are either Hyatt or Hilton um, flagged follow those guidelines as well. But with that, we came out with um, our own Playa Safe Stay program. And information on that can really be found not only on our, our Playa Hotels and Resorts YouTube page, but also our website, playaresorts.com. There's a video and information on all of it. But real quickly to review it, from the moment the guest arrives through departure, they're going to see many um, experiences and, and preventive measures occurring. Um, as far as group business, months ago we created and formed a MICE advisory board, and that consists of a lot of top executives from not only third-party incentive houses, but direct client usage as well. And we have had three different virtual advisory calls with them, and many of the um, practices that we have today have come out of that call. Um, one main thing we learned is that while guests want to get back and travel and they understand having to be safe, they don't really want to have to have their temperatures taken or go or wear PPE and do all of that stuff. They kind of want to escape that of what their normal daily life is like back at home and, and go to a you know beach property and not have to worry about all that. But one thing they were very, very concerned about is what are we doing for our staff? And a lot of companies I see are talking about what they're doing to make sure the guests and what they're doing for the guests. But I think it's really important for us to say, what are we doing for our staff? Um, to not only help protect them, but to help protect our guests 
because they interact with all of our staff so much. So at the beginning of every single shift when our staff arrive, their temperatures are taken and then they are fitted with um, PPE equipment. That PPE equipment is changed out throughout the day as needed. Um, and every moment our guests, when they interact with our staff, are gonna see they're wearing masks, they're wearing gloves. One of our trademarks that you will see at every single one of our properties is our service from the heart. And our staff take their right hand and place it over their heart. And not only do we greet people with a smile and say hello, but you get that service from the heart greeting as well. So even though we're wearing masks, luckily we're all still able to take our right hand, put it over our heart and greet guests that way as well. Um, and we're very well known for our service from the heart um, gesture. And so I really think that helps us along this pandemic time as well. But as far as the guests go, from the moment they arrive, their bags are sanitized and sprayed, social distancing is obviously being observed in all areas of the resorts, the rooms have been deep cleaned and then sanitized with electrostatic spray machine systems, and then the door is sealed and a safety seal is put over it. And that lets the guests know and feel confident that their room has been completely sanitized and that no one else has been in the room as well. It's also very easy since at the moment we're only running about 25 to 30% occupancies in most of our resorts that we can let the guest room sit empty as well for about 24 to 48 hours. And then when normally you go to a hotel room, you see your bottle of shampoo and your conditioner and your toothpaste paste and all of those things. That's really been replaced with their own PPE amenity in the room. If they so wish to use it, they have it there. Um, all of our resorts also have a sanitation specialist on staff that ensures that all guidelines are being adhered to on a daily basis. And then as far as those public areas, I mean, that's really another concern, right? Because how many people are going through the lobby every day and the, and the bathrooms next to the restaurants? All of those high touch areas, the elevators and those buttons are cleaned every 90 minutes. And then there's hand sanitizers literally almost every three feet in, a, in all of our resorts. Some of the other questions though that we got out of that advisory board question were, wait a minute, what about restaurants? I mean, uh, all-inclusive resorts are known to have at least one buffet restaurant. Luckily, all of our resorts have anywhere between four to eight additional a la carte restaurants, but how can guests enjoy that during this time of pandemic? We are um, using a lot of QR codes around the resorts, not only to make reservations at restaurants, to download menus, make reservations at the spa. We're requiring reservations at the gym where normally you would never see that, but to keep social distancing, we're doing that. Our buffet restaurants have been completely reimagined. And instead of you grabbing a plate and walking through the buffet restaurant, um, you aren't, you're really being catered to like a prince or princess where our staff is picking up your plate and then you're um, selecting items you want and we're plating it up for you. In regards to our meetings uh, area, our meeting spaces really have been reimagined as well to maintain social distancing. Um, we offer uh, also remote general sessions and we've had this very successful with a program that was a local program for one of our resorts 
where the general session was in one meeting room and then in the other meeting room right next door it was aired and the um, attendees in that guest room or in that meeting room could also participate and view. Um, so sort of simultaneously broadcasting general sessions in different areas, but we've also worked out the technology where they can also enjoy the general session from the um, comfort of their own guest rooms as well. This is like a dream, Martha. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned <laughs> so many things. Um, I mean, beyond just being able to attend sessions from my guest room, which is like the best <laughs> news in the right. world, being treated like a prince or princess at lunch, but you know, also just the way that you guys have been so thoughtful about making sure that guests know um, that you're greeting them warmly, even when you know they have a mask over their face. It, just so many great tips here. I feel like people are gonna have to replay the last five or 10 seconds um, because there's a lot of good ideas. Now I have to imagine though, when planners are coming in, they also have their top safety concerns for you know, their specific event. What are you seeing some of those con top concerns being? And are they things like, like F&B concerns? I mean, I feel like I've been hearing a lot of questions about how do we handle food and beverage at events these days? Yeah, you're absolutely correct, Brooke. Besides the question on cleanliness and, and health and safety there, the next top question from um, meeting planners and executives really is that social distancing and food and beverage, ex beverage execution. I mean, you can imagine, right, just a year ago, you're attending a 500-person dinner on the beach. There's certainly no social distancing happening, right? You've got 10 people at a table. There's, um, you know, the CEO is speaking. The band is going to play next. I mean, you know, those are what, you're, what you usually go for, award um, trips and things like that, or, or your general session and new product promotions. So, yeah, that very next question from our top meeting planners really is social distancing and how is food and beverage events going to execute. Um, we, with the help of the advisory council, again, we really did learn that our guests really do want to still go on these trips. They want to network. They don't. In fact, one of them said that their clients had said to them, if I have to go on a trip for four days to Jamaica and hang out with the same person I'm hanging out with at home, why would I even go? I'm sick of looking at that person that I've hung out with at home, you know, which is somewhat true. You love going away with your significant other, but my gosh, part of the fun is the networking with the other people. And so we really did find out a lot of people just really want to still network. They want that cocktail party and they don't really necessarily want to do it from six feet away, but they want that comfort of knowing that they're also not going to be packed in like a can of sardines as well. So we've really reimagined all of our outdoor space. It's really just saying, hey, if this you know space used to seat 100, now it's seating 60 or now it's seating 50. Um, we created new capacity charts that um, can handle both moderate and strict seating. So we really give an option to the planner putting it together based on your attendees and how they're feeling, do they want to stick to the strict six feet apart or do are they okay with a more moderate three foot um, seating apart? Um, and then looking at those, you know, food and beverage events, um, 
Buffets still are going to be popular because they just offer so many different options for guests versus a plated meal type of thing. Um, but instead of, again, the self-serve, we're doing it the same way that we're doing it in our buffet restaurant, which is additional staff are on hand. They handle a plate for you. They're standing on the opposite side with plexiglass in between the two of you. And you're selecting the items you want and they're putting it on the plate for you and then handing it off to you. Well, major sigh of relief, Martha, that buffets aren't going away because I was very <laughs> worried about that. <laughs> Best part of going to a resort, right? So that's really great to hear. <laughs> Yeah, I have to agree with that. I love the buffets. And I just got to say, I am so impressed that you guys have thought just about uh, for everything. I mean, there's so much that went into this. But I mean, I imagine there's still probably more challenges. What would you say is the biggest challenge for hotels hosting events in the coming months? You know, Cody, um, it's funny, we, whenever you're in any life challenge, you have to remind yourself that there's some things that are just completely out of your control, right? And getting the groups to the hotels is really, at this moment, the biggest challenge. Um, and we have to remind ourselves completely out of our control. Um, due to travel advisories, which luckily just got lifted by our State Department, as we all know, you know, um, the State Department had put out a travel level four, do not travel outside of the United States at all. I will say there were still people traveling outside of the United States, but um, the U.S. State Department did lift that. And now instead of it being a blanket travel level four, it's going to be more on individual countries and what's going on there. So that helps that um, it's lifted because the meeting planner themselves and us, the hoteliers, understand the differences between the different travel levels. But the client and the guest, the end attendee, the you know person attending the event isn't necessarily as up to date and knowledgeable of what all the travel levels mean. And so when they hear travel level four, do not travel, they panic, right? Um, and so having the different levels now based on each country really does help to, to, to lift a little bit of challenges. But yet the other you know, challenge completely out of our control is airlift as well. And as you know, anything, supply and demand is what hits it. So if there's not a lot of demand, the air industry is going to cut back the supply they've got going to the different destinations. And that makes perfect sense. Um, but then it's a challenge. I, I actually am working with an agent now who um, is looking at trying to get um, a very large program at one of our resorts in two months. Um, and they're having difficulty getting enough air out of the two different cities where most of these are coming. So they're now looking at some charter planes, but the airlift and the travel advisories really are the most difficult. So interesting. And, you know, switching focus a little bit to talk a little bit about technology. You know, we've always seen technology be a big part of the experience, you know, whether at hotels or events. And I have to imagine that once all of this hit, the technology that became the most important for you guys changed a little bit. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, it actually, it really did, Brooke. If you'd asked me this question, you know, even just a couple months ago, my mind would have gone to some new, you know, actual piece of equipment, an LCD projector or a webcam or, you know, even something that would make it where they could watch the general session from their guest room, right? But 
now with all of this, my mind right away goes to the electrostatic spray machines or those overhead temperature um, machines. It's not really about the presentation of the program anymore. It's much more about the health and the safety and the confidence um, of the attendees being at our resorts. Absolutely. I was actually just on a panel um, earlier today and we were talking about going back to in-person events. We were talking to planners and you know, all kinds of questions came up. Do you have any best practices or tips for planners or hoteliers who are hosting their first in-person in this new normal? Yeah, that's another great question and really does depend too, Brooke, on what destination you're going to. Now, I realize that I'm really just thinking of my destinations of Mexico and the Caribbean, um, but it really does depend as well on, on where you're going in at any of the destinations. I mean, I read now that Connecticut has lifted some of the states um, from which they were no longer allowing people to travel from. Um, and I live in Florida and I can tell you that, you know, I know there's a lot of states here in the US that don't want us from Florida because we seem to not be able to get this these numbers under control. But my biggest um, suggestion, I guess, would be just check with your event planner at the destination where you're having the event. Um, just last week, the Dominican Republic announced that all arriving guests must have had a COVID test within the last five days prior to arrival, or, and you have to bring that document with you, or they're gonna give you a rapid COVID test right there at the airport. So, you know, really just knowing that data. Um, the other one in Jamaica, you need to fill out um, a form. It's a very easy, quick three question form. But if you want to arrive in Jamaica, you need to no more than three days prior to arriving in Jamaica, click on this link, go in and answer these three questions that really tell them whether you've had any symptoms or anything. So there's just those little tiny um, things that, that really need to be looked at just prior to coming, which are not things that an event planner would have thought about you know, just 10 months ago. It would have been more of, did all my AV arrive or did all the hats I ordered for everybody get through customs and just all those sorts of things. And this now has new added last minute checks of things you just need to look at. Yep. Just one more thing to add to the list, of course, but I'm glad that we're thinking about all this and really kind of planning it out in advance. This has just been so great to have you on here, Martha. Uh, if you had to leave just one takeaway or piece of advice for our listeners, what would that be? You know, it would be that it's okay to travel. Um, back in June, my daughter was married in North Dakota. And as I mentioned earlier, I live in Florida and I thought about driving, but I hate driving. And Lord knows from Florida to North Dakota is a long drive. So my son and I decided, nope, we're going to fly. And I decided to um, post my experiences all on my Facebook page. And I do have quite a few clients of mine that are friends of mine on Facebook as well. Because I thought, you know what, if I'm out there saying, come on, come on, come on, travel, I should at least know what it's going to be like and experience what it's going to be like to travel now. And I have to say that I really felt very comfortable, um, especially with one of the airlines. I flew one airline up and a different airline back. And, you know, I really felt very comfortable. The airports are not packed. Yes, they're requiring masks, but it wasn't as uncomfortable as I thought in my head that it might be. Um, it, the, the middle seats are blocked. The 
The staff on the airlines were so accommodating. They did a great social distancing way of boarding the plane. It's no longer really boarding by your level of um, membership or things like that. It really was board the back of the plane first. So the less people that you're going past. And I really felt very comfortable on it as well. I felt comfortable changing planes um, and I felt comfortable traveling. Um, I really um, am glad that I was able to experience that. Um, I also know many friends um, and clients that have traveled in the last month or so to Mexico, the DR in Jamaica, a classmate of mine was just in the Dominican Republic and he posted a bunch of um, things on Facebook, how easy it was, how the resorts are not packed. I mean, again, remember we're only at 30, 25 to 30% occupancy. You're getting a lot of attention. Um, we've got about one staff member for every six guests. So again, think about how you're being treated like a prince and a princess. And it's really pretty easy to travel right now. And there, it's not that difficult, even though there's all these added little steps on. So that would be my, my takeaway or piece of advice. Get out there, still experience life, still experience um, locations and destinations, and don't, don't panic um, with the pandemic. I got some good advice. And yeah, I have seen from certain airlines where they are, you know, blocking off that middle seat, offering buy one, get one free, you know, air tickets. I think that there's a lot of cool stuff out there that people could be taking advantage of. Um, you know, as long as we are all being mindful of what's going on too. Martha, yeah. is there anything you want to promote or share with our listeners? I heard that there was something. Yeah, I've actually got, you know, and I did mention, I do want to, um, you know, mention again to go to our website, playaresorts.com. You will not only see all of our properties listed, which are all all-inclusive um, resorts, but you'll be able to view the video on the Playa Safe Stay program. But we've also got for groups going on right now, um, two different promotions of double your events bonus, as well as a once in a lifetime um, flyer um, bonus that we've got going on for groups as well. So I want to um, just advise anyone to certainly take a look at the website, take a look at the programs. Um, the promotions are not just for right now, 2020. Um, there's promotions for 2021 and beyond. So it's not like we're just pushing those. Um, but also for just any leisure guests as well. Um, we've got a great work and play promotion going on right now too. Um, um, all of us are working from home and the kiddos are home as well. So if you do a 14 day stay at one of our resorts, um, it's a promotion of play and work. Um, and it comes with not only personal trainer sessions, babysitting, but obviously high speed internet. So you can, you know, work those couple hours that your company is going to require. And then you go join the kids at the beach later in the day. That sounds amazing. Sign me up. <laughs> so cool, Martha. Well, it's been so great to have you on the podcast. Thank you again for your time. Um, looking forward to going to Playa Resorts ASAP. So um, thank you again. You are Thanks very welcome. Thank you both, Brooke and Cody. I enjoyed it very much. Have a fabulous day. Wow. I was so amazed to hear everything that Playa Hotels and Resorts are doing to keep guests safe. Oh my gosh, I know. They're reimagining buffets, thank goodness. They're using QR codes at every possible chance, and they're doing these deep, thorough sanitations to the rooms. I think they've really thought of everything. I know. I'm very impressed. And if anyone out there would like to also be on the show, please reach out to us at podcast at cvent.com. 
And before you know it, we'll have another great episode. So we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.